Welcome to Orphanity. This is Saratova Best, Parsha Shemais, beginning of the Gullus. We begin as the Jewish people, B'nai Yisrael, to go down 70 people, 70 nefesh, 70 souls, into the land of Mitzrayim, into Gullus. Um, and simultaneously, as we're going down into Gullus, which is always an extremely dark moment, we're really going up into Geula. How can that be, and how do we know? The Pesach says, the Yisraela These are the names of the B'nai Yisrael coming down to Mitzrayim. The names were all Geula names. Yes, in the merit of our names, we came to Geula, but the names were all Geula names. How do you have a Geula name? How do you go in with this Geula label, labeling this activity, when you're going down into the darkness? It's the first moment of descending into the pit. When we approach this in a personal way, when, God forbid, a person feels like they're descending into a pit, either at that second, even if it's a five-minute pit, where they, ju- they, they have an encounter in which they feel like, oh, boy, this one was really... As soon as they feel like their energy has gone down and... What's going on is not the way they want it. It feels like, well, this is the beginning of the gullet. And when we're highly addicted to gullet, there is that feeling of, well, this is it. It's going to get worse from here on because it carries with it this everlasting feeling of, we're going down into this gullet. Don't know when we'll ever get out of this one. Tyra says, oh, you realize that as you're going down, you're coming up. Not later. Not go down in order to come up. Of course, that's true. But as you're going down, you're coming up. Meaning, if you watch yourself jump, jumping up is good. When do you start to jump up? When you bend your knees down. You're standing. You're okay. But you want to jump. So now you start to bend your knees. And you go down. That means down is bad. But it's not only you're bending your knees in order to have more leverage to jump up. The jump up begins the minute you bend your knees down. It's a, this is a different frequency and a different way of looking at life. But this is this is the, this is the perspective. This is the perspective of Tyre and of Tarifadasha, that Geula is concealed in the Gullus, and the moment of going down is the moment of coming up. So, what we want to know is where this came from and what we do with it. This came from, what, we're, what is brought out here is a story. That brings out this idea that, by the way, when we're going down into the pit, into Gullus, externally we're going down into Gullus. Internally, the hidden treasure in this experience is we're going up into Gullus. So, there's a code word for this whole process. It's called 70. 70 years. 70 is a code number for the entire process. You're going to Gullus. Sure, it feels like you're going down into Gullus, and they're both happening at the same time. And it all focuses around a story. 
a story in the Pesach Agada about Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah, who replaced in the Sanhedrin, replaced Rabbi Gamliel. And that day, he realized that when he was appointed, he realized that he was only 18 years old. No one would take him seriously. How much credibility would he have with a jet black beard sitting in front of all these sages with white silvery beards? What was he going to do? Of course, we know the story in the Gemara that he dove into Hashem and overnight his beard turned white, a certain number of white strands in his beard, woke up the next day. He looked like a sage. Now he had credibility. What's the thing about having white hairs? Because you have white hairs, now you have credibility, and black hairs, you don't have credibility? How random is that? But it means that if somebody has a white beard and they've been learning Torah for decades or all their life, you figure that they have a certain level of wisdom, they're a sage, they're a leader, they're trustworthy, at, because they've been around learning Torah for long enough that you feel that they are a leader and a sage. And how do you know? Because they have white hairs in their beard. So, here we have Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah, and this is the story. But, this whole idea is all surrounding the idea of 70. He says, I am like 70 years old. Now, of course, you know, he was 18 years old, but he needed all those milas of 70 in order to have that credibility. So the question we're going to ask is, what this number 70 has to do with having credibility having the wisdom and the leadership ability to take the generation from Gullus to Geula. Why is it connected with 70? So first of all, to back up just a drop, we'll see what 70 has to do with all of that. Remember that 70, we came down, there are a lot of 70s, we came down into Gullus with 70 souls. There were 69 of us. And then Yocheved gave birth just outside the, the, the walls of, of Mitzrayim. So we went down into Gullus 70 strong, 70 of us. That's significant. There are also 70 nations of the world that surround us and at certain times surrounded us like one little defense, seemingly defenseless sheep. Well, Yisrael, you know, Am Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael, surrounded by 70 wolves. Okay, there's another 70. 70 is Ayin. Ayin. Ayin is also I. Ayin de Kedusha. When you have the eyes to see this principle that we just talked about, that the Gullus is really the Gula, that when you're going down, you're really coming up. You have to have very focused eyes and very Torahic eyes to have that. So you have to reach ayin to have the ayin. You have to reach 70 to have that ayin, the eye of deep Torah frequency, essentially. So, but let's back up for one second. The Mishnah is saying, this Mishnah that Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah said, um, I was, I, I am like 70 years old and I was never zaycheh, to speak about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, to speak about coming out of Mitzrayim until Ben Zoyma came along 
and said, To remember the days, we have an obligation to remember the days of coming out of Mitzrayim, all the days of your life. Now, again, let's backtrack for one moment. What does it mean you're coming out of Mitzrayim? At that moment, you go from being a slave to the limitations of nature to a free person. Every moment that we step out of the enslavement to believing that the laws of nature and the way of the world is our master, we're slaves. The moment we step out of that and we align ourselves with Torah and say, when we are one with Hashem, we're free people, and we don't, we're not under, we're not slaves to the ways of nature, we determine the ways of nature. These are two very different frequencies. That is Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim. That is coming out of Mitzrayim. That is coming out of the Mitzrayim, the limitations, the land of limitations of nature, the land where people worship those limitations, and they're addicted to them, as most of us are. We're addicted to these same little messages that we all absorbed as we were growing up in school and all of that about you can't fight City Hall. It's interesting we live in a time now where everybody's fighting City Hall, aren't they? So all the you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do this and you can't do that has all is all come, becoming unraveled. We're coming out of Mitzrayim. Some of it is becoming unraveled for good and some of it is becoming unraveled the, the insanity that you know, good, some good things are being un, uh, un, unraveled and are replaced by insanity, and some insanities are becoming unraveled and replaced by truth. So we're in a really complex time. As we're coming out of Mitzrayim, going to Geula, it's as colorful as you can get. And somehow, you need to have be at the level of 70. If you happen to be 70 years old, I guess that's really good. You're right on target. Or maybe you're 69 years old, and on the way to be, and you're in your 70th year, that makes you the right place, the right time, the right person, you know, right there in the zone, if you're not too tired, in sync with the ayin, the ayin of Kedusha, having the visibility that Hashem has, that Mashiach himself has. So the Mishnah says the following. Rabbi Lezer ben said, when I be, uh, this day, we understand, this day that Rabbi Lezer ben became the Nasi, the, the mimer that he said that day denoted, told us what his mission statement was for his whole Nasiyah. It's like we you know, the Lubavitcher said, the mimer Basi Lagani, the day that he accepted the Nasiyah, and he thereby told us what his mission statement is for his whole Nasiyah. So the mission statement of Rabbi Lazar ben was, as he said, I wasn't Zaycha to speak about coming out of Mitzrayim until Ben Zayna came along, and he said, we have to remember, excuse me, we have to remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim, all the days of your life, um, all the nights, all the days, all the nights, and there are three ways of coming out of your personal darkness and gullus and global darkness and gullus. One is Bayamun, daytime. It's shining, godly light, everything's working out. Wow, it's amazing. Look at the kaleidoscope of this incredible process of how it's all working out. Gaula is on the way. Daytime, yum, it's just shining. 
second way is dark, nighttime. Sure doesn't look like the Ula to me. It just looks like increasing darkness, right? Both of these are going on simultaneously right now in this new year 2021. A lot of increased darkness, a lot of increased light. Both are happening. And then there's a third one, which was a real surprise to us. We need, and by the way, when you're in daytime, you need to remember, we came out of Mitzrayim once. When you're in nighttime, you also need to remember. But then there's a surprise. When you're in Yemaisa Mashiach, you're also going to need to remember that we came out of Mitzrayim. And it's a fundamental principle. It's a fundamental principle in all of Yiddishkeit. So, here's the question. Why would you need to remember and reenact coming out of Mitzrayim, coming out of Gullus, when life is good? Well, let's start with when life is not good, when it's dark. What do you mean? It's very dark, God forbid. We need to remember we once were in a darker situation and we got out. Don't worry. We got out once, we'll get out again. We need that assurance. We need to keep remembering that in the in the nighttime situations. Rahman is one. Why do we need to remember it in the daytime situations when life is good? Partly because if we think that this is about the best that it can be, just because life is good. You know, my car works. There's always gasoline at the gas station. You know, they always have soy milk on the shelves at the supermarket when I go there. And they're open till midnight and they deliver even till 11 p.m. Life is good. And I have lots of my marm to learn. There's lots more to life than that. If I think that that's about the outer limit of what's called goodness, I need to remember coming out of Mitzrayim means I need to come out of the limitation of what I think is good life. And then there's a third one, which is Yemaisa Mashiach. When we'll be in Geula. I don't get it. When we'll be in Geula, we're in Geula. Why do I have to remember that we came out of Gullah? When I'm already in Gula, it's over, it's done, it's in the past, let it go, forget it, bad memories. Why am I going to keep bringing it in forever, in Yemaisa Mashiach, into my memory bank? And what does this have to do with 70? So, here's the question. We have to remember Gullah's Mitzrayim and Gullah's Mitzrayim when we're in Yemaisa Mashiach. Everything will be rectified. Everything will be good. None of this old addiction to all the struggle and all that stuff. What are we going to do with remembering coming out of Mitzrayim when we're in Gaula already? It will be over and done with. And so here's a bit of the explanation. What happened when we came out of Mitzrayim is there was a chiddush. The whole Indian of Gaula began. That Nishadish closed in the Gaula. The opening of the channel for every single Geula, including the, the, the Geulas to come and the future Geula, opened at that moment. And if we were Zaycha, then coming out of Mitzrayim, Yitzis Mitzrayim, would have been the Geula Shlema without any Gullus afterwards, in a way of Hashem Yimlach Lailam 
as we said, by Shirat Yam. Because then we would have gone straight into Eretz Yisrael, the Gula Shlema, and that would have been it. But, and no side things would have been mixed in, but they did, and we are here. So therefore, we understand that Amitit HaInyin of Yitzis Mitzrayim is Yemaisa Mashiach. This is a powerful thought. The truth of Yitzis Mitzrayim is Yemaisa Mashiach. As we came out of Mitzrayim, we were already on some level, level stepping into Yemaisa Mashiach. Because remember, see it as a time continuum. There was the first Geula from Mitzrayim, which led to all the other Geulas, including the ultimate Geula. So if you look at it as one piece, which it is on, one, on a certain frequency, it's one piece, as you begin to come out of Mitzrayim, you have just stepped into Yemaisa Mashiach. Okay, a little bit of a, you know, preparation, initial stages of Yemaisa Mashiach, but at the moment you step out of Mitzrayim and stepped out then, you started to step into Yemaisa Mashiach. So the truth of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is it's really Yemaisa Mashiach. It's really the Gula Mitzvah And the Tnimius of the Indian, of, and here's the other piece of information. Now let's turn it around. The Pneumius of Yemaisa Mashiach is Geulis Mitzrayim. So Geulis Mitzrayim is really already beginning Yemaisa Mashiach. And the truth about Yemaisa Mashiach is Geulis Mitzrayim. They're interchangeable. Only one feels good. One feels okay, very liberating. Wow, we came out of Mitzrayim. And the other one feels amazing. We're here and it's the end. It's Geulis Shlema. Very different. You know, it's nice to know here we are out of Mitzrayim, and then whoever knew that, well, there would be a lot of gulluses after this. You know, it's nice, but um, it's going to be a long journey. As opposed to being at the end of the journey, and you know, this is it. We made it. So when it came in actuality, because of side reasons, there was a very long interruption between Geulis Mitzrayim and Geulis Shlema. And the whole time in between, between Gulas Mitzrayim and Gulas Shlema, it's called What should we be doing? What have we been doing? What were we supposed to have been doing? And continue, what should we continue to do? Remember the moment you came out of Mitzrayim. Remember the moment you came out of that land and the moment and the energy with which you come out of the limitations. Because all the days from the first Geula, from Gullus Mitzrayim, all the way, a few thousand years later, three thousand and some years later, till the future Geula, it's really one piece, um, all these days in between are called Yemei Seisamir Mitzrayim. So virtually saying, how long did it take to come out of Mitzrayim? 20 minutes. Well, yeah, but not really. So then what? 30 minutes? Mm, 40 minutes? Mm, keep going. I don't know. 3,000 and some years. Oh, I see what you mean. All right. Okay, it's been one piece. I mean, we sort of got out in those 20 minutes when we came out of Mitzrayim or however long it took. But we're still walking out. 
we're still walking out. And they're still sort of chasing us. And we're still sort of running away from them. And, you know, you can take the Yidden out of Gullus, but how do you take the Gullus out of the Yidden? We're still walking out of Mitzrayim. Because Yitzit Mitzrayim is Dipneemius, Yemaisa Mashiach. And therefore, remembering Yitzit Mitzrayim, Koy Yemecha includes bringing Yemaisa Mashiach. You just, you're switching from one frequency to the other. Yitzit Mitzrayim is Yemaisa Mashiach. Yemaisa Mashiach is Yitzit Mitzrayim. So it's one piece, but which one do we identify with as our reality? For instance, if we're, again, it's the same thing, but we're doing it since Mitzrayim. So it's like, you know, in French, is it uh, the accent is on the beginning of the syllable or the end, you know, uh, accent est grave or accent est gu or something like that. I don't even remember. So is it Yitzhiyah? Mitzrayim. Coming out of Mitzrayim. Or is it coming out of Mitzrayim? Which one do we emphasize? Most of us, many of us in this generation, all through Gullus, we emphasize that we're coming out, that's the quiet part, of Mitzrayim. We feel the Mitzrayim. Well, we're coming out. Oh, yeah, right, we're coming out. Okay, fine, fine, whatever. But where are we coming out of? Mitzrayim comes along the Rebbe and he says, no, 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 you're not coming out of Mitzrayim. You're coming out of Mitzrayim. And when we move to Geula Shlema, we're coming out of Mitzrayim. So somehow this moment, when you come out of, out of Mitzrayim, the process, the frequency change is what we will be doing forever and ever in Yemaisa Mashiach. Coming out of the old, going to the new. Switching frequencies, upgrading, 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 upgrading every single time. So we understand why we have to remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim in Yemaisa Mashiach. Even though then we'll have total gula. Because Yitzhak Mitzrayim is the beginning, the premise of Yemaisa Mashiach, and Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim achieves a chiddush in Yemaisa Mashiach. That we have the mile of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. There's something about coming out that is valuable. Letting go of the enslavement in, that will be valuable forever. And that was actual, actual. Through this that we were not zaycha, uh, we should have had the gula shlema. We had at that moment Estafia, Sitrach. We just had, it was so intense, we just had to run away. The evil was very strong. We just had to run away. But in the future, we're not running away. Where are you going to run away from? You're going to be in Geula. So remembering Yetzirah Mitzrayim in the future will be secondary but it will be part of what we incorporate as our tool to get us higher. Then, the being enslaved to the nations, um, at that point, being enslaved to the nations was the main thing. 
you know, somebody asks you, so what's going on? Well, we're enslaved to the nation. Right, right. You're going to be coming out of this time, right? Yeah, I don't know, whatever. So what was the whatever? You're going to be coming out of it. Whatever. But enslaved to the nations? Yeah. In the future, will you be enslaved to the nations? Eh, whatever. I don't know. It sounds like a distant memory. But we came out, and we're coming out. That will be the main thing. Because the main revelation then will be of in the future will be Gaula Shlema, which will be higher than any limitation. And together with this, we will remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim. We will remember that we came out of Mitzrayim. Somehow this moment of exit and entry um, will be absolutely crucial. So just to end off, we're saying remembering Yitzhak Mitzrayim in the future will be secondary. Um, as we said, the main thing will be that we're in Gaula. And we're above all limitations. But at the same time, there is this tool that's embedded in the process of coming out of Mitzrayim. We did it all the way back then, 3,000 and some years ago. And there was some kind of a powerful tool that was embedded into that process of coming out of Gullus, coming out of slavery, going into freedom, that we will use forever. It wasn't a one-time thing. You know, oh, great, we got out. Now we don't have to worry about it anymore. This was probably, this was the fundamental part of all of Judaism. You know, different questions, you know, they asked this one, what is Yiddishkeit really? And he said, oh, you know, don't do to others what you don't want done to you. That's one view of Yiddishkeit. There are different views of what is the, what is the if you could put all of Judaism in one, into one phrase, here we would say Judaism is coming out of the limitations of your enslavement to the old way of thinking, being enslaved to the limitations of nature. Or we could probably say it in fewer words. Right? But but what is what is Judaism? Geulas Mitzrayim. The Geula from your limitations. The walking out of your limitations and walking in, stepping out of your limitations and stepping into Geula. That is Judaism. And since we did it way back then, at that moment, we made it into a template for what Judaism was, will be, is, and will be forever. And we're always going to use that. It is Judaism. We're going to be, we're going to step into Judaism more in Geula, fully in Geula. All we'll, we'll be doing is, so to speak, Judaism, Tarimnitri. And since it's, 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 it's synonymous with coming out of your limitations and your enslavement to limitations and you're stepping out of that and into freedom, since it's synonymous with that, what are you going to be doing in your Maisa Mashiach? We're always going to be stepping out of enslavement into freedom. Interesting. That's what they're talking about in America today. They just, they got, they got, the, they got it, well, they got the words right. They just got the situation wrong. But that's what it all is. And so, of course, in Yemaisa Mashiach, we're going to be doing that forever and ever and ever. But not from darkness to light. That's the difference. Now we go from darkness to light. It's so difficult and we, you know, now it's good. We're going to be going from light to light and then from light to lighter and light to lighter, from holy to holier and holier to holier. We can't even sort of um, imagine what that is. But 
when we're in it, we'll see, and we're going to use the same tool. We're going to remember, we're going to call on that initial tool that we were given as a gift, in a sense, we earned it in some way, of coming out of Mitzrayim. Um, and the Mila of the Geula Shlema will be that we will be beyond every limitation fully. The spirit of impurity will be gone. But then, so what limitation will we deal with? Yesterday's perfection is today's limitation. Yesterday was perfect. But for today, it could do better than that. Otherwise, no wonder people don't want Mashiach. Sounds so boring. Just sit around the whole day, you know, what are you going to do? Things are just working kind of boring. It won't be boring. We'll come to perfection. And then the next day it'll be, wow, that's what I called perfection. And we'll go to the next level. And the next and the next and the next. But we're not going from evil to good. That one will be done. We're going to be dealing with a completely different frequency. So in the limitation of in this world, in this actual world, where we have the Mila of Eskafia, in this world we had to push away the evil. But in the future, we will no longer be pushing away the evil. We will need to, as we say, remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim, but we will move to something infinitely different. So putting this together with the Rambam's your site, the Rambam, his name stands for today's Chav Kislev, Chav Tevis, and Chav is Keser, the crown of Tevis, and Tevis implies a whole lot of things that we're not going to, uh, the, 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 the Gashmis is the cold month, and yet within that coldness, there's a certain drawing close of us to Hashem, Hashem to us, within the coldness, within the, the feeling of distance, and the crown of all of this. And Chav Tevis, the Rambam Zyorsai, what does Rambam stand for? Rabbis Meifsai, the Eretz Mitzrayim. Right. Numerous miracles, the wonders that happen in the place of limitation. And this is the same thing. In this place of darkness and limitation, that's where the guru is embedded. Use the tool, use that app, and pull it out and jump into the next level. That's what it's all about. And the Rambam is here on his day of Hilula to enable us to use that tool and upgrade and take it into Geula. He is the foremost Pisces on halachas about Geula and about understanding what Geula is all about. Who is Mashiach? What will Mashiach do? How will you know? What will be the climate then? What will circumstances be? How will you identify? Who writes that? Who says that? The Rambam. The one and only. The Rambam. And all the halachas about the way it will be now, the way it's going to be then, it's the Rambam who is the way. He's the Maranavukim. He is the one who gives us access to the, when we're in, in a perplexed situation, perplexing situation like now, he is the Vegvisor, the one who shows us clarity in those moments when everything is confusing and dark as it is now. And through this day of Chavtavis, he shows us the wonders that are embedded in the place where all the limitations and all the evil is embedded and all the junk is happening and 
all the crazy media and social media and lies and corruption and all the craziness in that insane darkness, he's not saying, listen, wait for it all to blow over and then you'll see that Hashem will show you Geula. He's not saying that at all. He's saying, where are you going to find Geula? We say, I don't know. Can't even see it. Can't even see it because there's so much darkness. He said, I have, I have a secret for you. Yeah, what's the secret? The Geula is embedded in all this insanity and in all this darkness. And just watch what's going to happen. It will open up and you will see in living color the most magnificent. Rabbis might say the Eretz Mitzrayim, the multitude of wonders in this place of limitation and insanity and confusion and darkness and corruption and, 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 and all that stuff. Watch that you're going to see Tafshin Pei Aleph, that it will be a year of unbelievable wonders um, uncovered, exposed, revealed, that will just explode into the atmosphere and, and be the beginning of the Gulen to Sashlema, and it should be immediately now.